Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world's famous juggler, Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? Doing all right. Just still on the God of War. Um, but, you know, had to go back to an older film to an actor that uh, some people found annoying. And so it'll be interesting to talk about this one today. How are you doing, Ozzy? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out towards the end based on that. Like, I don't know if this is like Greg with a ruse here, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Did, did you think Polly Shore was liked in the 90s, Ozzy? No, I did not think that was like a because here's the thing. It's like it's what Greg just said wasn't necessarily a reflection of this is how this person was felt about in the in the early 90s. It was more this is how I feel about them now. Uh, so I'm I'm concerned if because Paulie Shore to me, like I was exposed to him as I was a young child, so he was very funny to me. Right. I well, it's you know, man and son-in-law, right? Yeah. So right. it was but, it was more more him and uh, Adam Sandler were both kind of looked at the same way. And with this film, we all know how I felt about the Adam Sandler film we last watched. So revisiting old films is always dangerous for how you felt about them versus. I got you. OK, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, cat's kind of out of the bag. We also have Fleshwood producer Todd with us. How you doing, Todd? Chilling. Uh, at least Adam Sandler didn't get his spot through nepotism. <laughs> Fair point. But who's, who's he related? Thing. I don't know who he's related to. Oh, uh, uh, Polly Shore's mother owns the comedy store. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but I mean, it's well, we'll we'll get into this momentarily when I get delve into this movie speaking of the movie that is son-in-law that was released on july 2nd 1993 by hollywood pictures rated pg-13 todd do you have a trailer available yes we do excellent it was a peaceful farming community a place where everything had stayed the same for generations. They've always known that someday change would come, but no one expected it to come home with the girl next door. Middle America. He's weird. He's like nothing they've ever seen. Nothing they've ever heard. I don't want to be rude or anything, but Miss Warner, you're giving me a semi. You distract him, I'm going to hit him over the head with a shovel. So basically, we're not going to be hanging out? No. <laughs> but after spending a little time together... So you're just an old hacker disguised as an idiot. Why don't you um, put a little makeup on him? The great American family... You don't like it, do you? Uh, no, I think I do. ...will never be the same again. Let's chow down here and munch some grinding! <laughs> And he'll turn one small town into one huge party. Check out the wood that I created for him. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> 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 
beautiful day. <laughs> Feel the breeze and let it fly. Oh, yeah, 747. The son-in-law. What do you think their kids are going to look like? And that was Son-in-Law with a runtime of one hour, 35 minutes, again, rated PG-13, released on July 2nd, 1993. Written, or rather, the story by Patrick J. Clifton, Susan McMartin, and Peter J. Lenkov with the screenplay by Fax Barr, Adam Small, and Sean Sheps. Directed by Steve Rash. Starring Polly Shore, Car- Carla Gugino, Patrick Renna, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Initial thoughts on this one. Uh, this happened. Well, the reason I picked this one up is primarily loosely based around Thanksgiving. She's coming home for Thanksgiving. Yes, so I'm, here we are. Thanksgiving is Thursday. <laughs> Just to clarify, because uh, I mean, I feel so awkward doing this one before Encino Man. I was wondering this two in a row. I'm shocked. Yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah. I know we should have done you Jeff before at weird and we should have done Encino Man before Son of Love. But there's plenty of time for course correction. Back onto this one. Uh, this was a movie that I had recorded on was either like a Cinemax, Showtime, HBO preview one a week these weekends. And this was one of these movies that I would watch just over and over again because, as mentioned earlier, to a 10-year-old kid, Polly Shore was hilarious. <laughs> and all that stuff was, was... I was like Patrick Renna in the movie. I was, I was the little brother. Like <laughs> This was just fun for me to watch. And I remember watching this movie a lot of times and it was fun to revisit because there were some things that I just caught this time around that I didn't catch last time. And it wasn't necessarily in relation to any uh, like older jokes, so to speak. Greg. Yeah. Um, I remember watching this before and, and I thought it was good. It was fun um, back then, but now watching it, I actually have a deeper appreciation for it. Like, I really feel like that, like I went in watching this with that same nervousness after watching the last Adam Sandler flick we did thinking, Oh God, I hope this holds up. And it's even better now. Like I think because of the family aspects and everything it, and plus as someone who was a city boy that moved to the mountains for a while, I kind (laughs) of felt his pain. Um, So, um, you know, it was, it was, a fun film to get back to and and it holds up this isn't one of those films that you go back and you watch and you're like oh yeah yeah some of the jokes are dated you know but um and speaking of encino man there was an encino man reference in the movie which i was yeah. like nobody would understand that if they watched right, it now right, yeah. you know but because we didn't it, do encino man before this so our listeners don't right <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah yeah this is this is great to go back and visit Todd initial thoughts. I saw this yes in the theaters, but I got a twist on this one on a date way back in 1993. I will not let the outcome of that play into this film at all. I've always actually liked this film. I mean, I got to stare at Tiffany Amber Thiessen, but not long enough. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah. And then you have bootleg John Goodman always made. (laughs) 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 Yeah. This is a fun, I've, I never really was like about Encino Man, but this one, yeah, I've always enjoyed. Although, okay, here's the one thing. Like, this is total 90s fish out of water story. I'm fine with Polly Shore voice until someone else does it. 
then I'm oh, just like, yeah. oh, I don't want to. It's nails on the chalkboard. Anytime someone tries to do, even in this, when they were trying to do it, I was like, oh, God. So, well, but, that's why they kept it to just one word. <laughs> like they, they would only do one word of his thing. So it's like, it separates. So it's that way it, it trends. <laughs> I, I understand it's too much, but it also gives the message to the audience like, oh, he's the only one that could do that. Like yeah. nobody else could really do that. Uh, but going back to Greg's point about going back and actually finding appreciation more for this movie now than back then is because at its heart, it actually is a genuine family story of, mm -hmm. you know, like they were not like the perfect family when she left for college. There was still like everybody had their own kind of internal stuff or whatever. So it it's just kind of like a going in line with like a holiday movie. It's it's got a these feel good moments that come about because of this new individual coming into play. And at first, nobody wanting him to no one wanting to give him a shot. Then slowly but surely, one by one, they start talking to him and then he starts hiding them everybody improves and that's it just becomes a fun story inherently at its base right. add in the humor that isn't as dated as i as was the adams as uh, billy madison was yeah you could like yeah there was a couple things but for the most part it was a city boy on the farm which right. was a lot of the gags right so mm -hmm. it's something that i think everybody for the most part could enjoy i'd imagine um so yeah i going back to it now in this age definitely appreciate it much more in terms of the favorite parts i had a bunch of favorite parts when i was <laughs> younger and i still had a bunch of favorite parts now it's so difficult and even like a line that i loved as a kid i didn't even write down just because like that was a line that i always had in my head and i'm not sure if it'll won't be either one of your guys's so i won't say it but one that made me laugh hard now more than did then was the flea cameo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I never I didn't really get the joke when she asked, I'm looking for something feminine. And then he says he's standing right next to me. <laughs> like I never made that connection <laughs> as a child. And then him getting upset in his way, and then like, look at him. You get the you're all freaked out. You look, what are you, you freak? He's got a good point. <laughs> I laughed harder now at that scene than I ever did before. Oh man, and it's tough not to say Steven Tyler PJs. Like that that just I laughed harder now than yeah. I did then. Yeah. So those those two moments now, I should say, I, I still the other moments that I have here are moments that I laughed before, but I wanted to point out those two because those these two I laughed harder this time around than I did back then Greg. well i've got i've got one that i want to say is a favorite line and one that i want to say was a missed opportunity of a line um so one of my favorite lines because i love a line that's innocently said but taken the wrong way and when Polly shore says right after you bailed i popped your daughter's trunk and the reaction of the dad was just so good. And I was like, well, but he did. <laughs> that was great. But the missed opportunity moment that granted, I'm sure they had reasons for it. But uh, is it OK if we spoil some of this movie? Uh, I think that the I think so. 
yeah, the the time's gone by quite a bit. So there, he he's Polly Shore's caught with a girl at one point, and there's all this drama. And at one point, she drives by, and she's she tells him get in. She says get in, you know, because she's got to drive him somewhere. And when she says get in, he says, "I think we spent enough time together." Instead of <laughs> saying, "That's what got us in trouble in the first place." And I think uh, that line would have been much better. I could imagine that line uh, being cut by a studio because of the pre-G-13 rating. Because uh, if it was rated R, that would fit like in an R rating joke. Because But because it was PG-13 and still somewhat holiday-ish right. with the family theme going on, I think they went a little bit tamer on that. That's fair. So. That's fair. But still, good point. Todd? Um... I went back and forth on this one. One one is about the at the part towards the end, but the one that like just got me this time was uh, Travis was the old boyfriend, right? Right. Tra- okay. When like after he proposes and they're outside, and he goes and he punches him in the face, and Polly Shore starts crying, and he's just like, "Why did you do that?" That Polly's <laughs> crying like a uh, six year old. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I'm actually glad you brought that up because like the way he behaves is very unique to him. It's and it's almost like the Bruce Willis where he's not being casted as, you know, like someone who has a range. He's casted to be Polly Shore in this movie. Right. 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 He's just Polly Shore and it's, you know, man, he's Polly Shore in this movie, whatever. Right. But going back to the point, Todd, when you mentioned earlier, that, you know, at least Adam Sandler didn't get his gig through nepotism. The thing is, is that Pauly Shore definitely has a unique, oddly enough, charisma. It was mentioned a couple times at the beginning of the movie, but he has a unique charisma and just a unique personality that you're kind of drawn to. So when he can actually fit in movies like these, at least for the time. Mm-hmm. I know that's and the thing. His character's kind of dated. That's If you did thing. not grow up with it, if you weren't familiar with it at the time that you were in that era, yeah, I could see it'd be like, yeah, not my thing. But, but it's also if, got an innocence to it that I think that's true will always transcend because and I think that's point. why you can't like completely hate him and why he kind of fits into these kind of like, he's not what you want, but he's what you need kind of movies. You know, it's just because he's he's genuine. He's innocent with his character. That is that's a fair point. And it's also the same case in Encino Man, too. Mm hmm. Fair Which, point. by the way, I do want to bring up. Do you guys think so? So, there's oh, is it in the army now that Brendan Fraser yes. also does an Encino Man cameo, or there there's an Encino Man cameo somewhere within that movie? But so it seems like these movies all have they're all connected because Encino Man comes through. But Polly Shore's character isn't the same character each time. So does he have twins? Are they like? All oh, that, separated. That, that's, like, that's exactly what we need is a Polly Shore into the Shore verse. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say we got a Polly Shore multi with your Encino man with with uh you have Crawl and um Stony and and then we lock them all in the biodome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, per- I mean like this this could be left for another discussion, but I felt there was a drop off with in the army now and jury duty, but I felt return to form with Biodome personally. We've already discussed Biodome a long, 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 long time ago. Uh, but that you can check that out in the archives. So going into the ratings of this, uh, 
now the, there was a lot more uh i felt just genuine family moments over more humorous haha moments and even when i was going through like cuz any uh i i just like to make sure that i'm able to see it on whatever console i'm watching it on and i'll like just get to a part and make sure the sound's working and at the small little part when they're in the dorm i always love that scene but i loved it more when i was when i was a kid right so that's why i didn't want to that whole scene but again not as many like laugh out loud moments that you would find in, like a what i would regularly rate as like a five star comedy this is hilarious and watched over and right. over again but it's still like a genuinely good story that i am at least watching every thanksgiving so I got to put it as at a solid four because it doesn't have so many of those comedic moments that I really want out of a comedy, but it, it still has like enough genuine feel good moments that I guess just make it fun. Right. Like right. literally fun, not just fun, ha ha funny, but just, no. just a funny movie. Yeah, that's that's a super fair assessment. And, and, you know, if I were just rating this on comedy, like, I'd probably agree, but I think because it's just sometimes just need that heart. And I think that really, that really hit me at the right time watching this again. Um, so just uh, all around the fun factor of it and how much I enjoy this, I'm, I'm still going to give it a four and a half. Um, I, I really did enjoy this film and, and I thought that the characters were great. They all had great uh, story arcs, you know, and, and there wasn't a character I felt was wasted in this movie. So uh, definitely give that credit where credit's due. This movie did what Biodome didn't. It made me want to watch other Polly Shore movies. So. <laughs> How dare you? I don't Biodome dislike, is a treasure. I do not dislike Biodome at all. I'm just saying this one did that and Biodome did not. I I get it. Will you after Biodome you get you I got my fill of Polly Shore. I got my maximum so storage. Yeah. <laughs> Son-in-law's like, I could take some more. So with that, I'm a four. So, yeah, it's a good. But I time. think I think it's it. I mean, granted that we didn't give it like perfect scores, I think we are all in agreement by saying this is absolutely one that should be watched at least at every sure. Thanksgiving. Fair to say, a Thanksgiving movie. It happens around that time. The whole plot of the movie revolves around her coming home for Thanksgiving specifically. There's a turkey scene for Christ's sake, right? Come on. So check it. I believe is it. On Hulu, Todd? Yeah, it, it's yeah. currently streaming on Hulu, yes. Perfect, just in time for Thanksgiving. Exactly. That's probably why Hulu put it on. People are going to want to watch this. They're going to watch plane, trains, and automobiles, and they're going to want to watch Dutch. So there you go. We're going to watch those planes, trains, and automobiles. Extra deleted scenes. Yes. Which, by the way, I think it is fair to say that because, I mean, we, we reviewed that film last year for thanks on the Thanksgiving week. There's planes, trains, and automobiles. In case you are unaware, there is a special edition DVD that is out that features... Is it a DVD or Blu-ray? It's Blu-ray. It's a 4K Blu-ray. And, yes. and it features over 90 minutes of additional never-before-seen footage. So this is essentially like a whole other movie. So if you're a fan of planes, trains, and automobiles, check out that special edition Blu-ray. I believe it's already out now, I would imagine. Yes. I'm still hoping like 20 minutes is this like sitting at a bus stop, not doing <laughs> anything. 
I would just love to see like if if John Hughes just put him in a room, just like just talk. Yeah. Like just just in character. Just talk. That's what I would love to see, but uh, who knows? But back to Son in Law. Check this out on Hulu. Uh it's definitely a good time. And of course, we will be back next week with a new episode and actually some news. So next month is the month of December, obviously Christmas coming up. So we will have Christmas comedies that we will begin to review. Now for the first Monday in December, that I believe is December 6th, December 5th, we will have a Patreon voted movie that we will be reviewing and discussing. On the, can I announce what one of the entries on that list is going to be? Oh, so you you've already said yeah, it's going to be go for it. <laughs> well, I mean, because because you said we were discussing what movies we should watch for this Christmas well, time. Right? I've already had one request, and, so you can do that one, and I'll name the other one. Okay, so one of the requests was mentioned, and I said put that available up for a vote. That one being Ernest Saves Christmas. So if you are a Patreon member, patreon.com slash fleshwind features, and you can vote only at a dollar a month it only takes a dollar a month to be able to vote Ernest saves christmas will be one of the options i don't know what the other options are but todd you mentioned this request there, here is this is a request is that would be an, another option oh yes this is definitely is because are you gonna say this oh yes option? It, it is jack frost and it's not the michael keaton one mm. wasn't that like a horror movie um depends on your definition it, it's not there's nothing horror about it really okay all right well there is actually a new one jack frost that's coming out this christmas that's is a it pure horror movie. is it personal this time no it's it's no relation but but we did just review a movie about a killer christmas tree so you can go check that out i'll be okay okay <laughs> I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> so, okay, right. Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash fleshwind features for your opportunity to vote on which movie we will be reviewing and discussing in a couple of weeks for the first Monday of December. But next week, we will be back with a new episode. So be sure to like, subscribe, follow. We'll see you next week for world famous juggler Greg Larson and Fleshwound producer Todd. I'm Ozzy V. And we'll see you next week right here on Fleshwound Farce.